Even a culture that scoffs at honor can rise up to lead and to shine. Time to be the best man that you can be. This is the Manlyhood Mancast. Hey guys, Josh Hatcher for the Manlyhood Mancast. Welcome back. I'm glad that you guys tune in each week. Uh, some of you guys are tuning into some of the daily content that we've got going on on our Facebook page and our YouTube channel, which is awesome. Uh, I really appreciate it when you guys share it with your friends, when you talk about it. Uh, it helps us spread the word, to spread the message that that we believe that men are good, that to be a man is good and is noble, and it's something that's worth preserving and it's worth cherishing. Now, I'm not saying that as a quote-unquote men's rights or red pill type person. You know, there's some stuff out there where people are getting so ridiculous with it that, to be honest with you, they they react to what's happening in culture rather than to engage what's happening in culture. And I, I think that's a problem. You know, what we want to do is we want to help men be better men. And I think we can do that together. And I'm glad that you guys are interacting with the stuff that we're doing and sharing it with your friends. So please do that. If this video speaks to you, if it helps you, please share it with somebody that you think will appreciate it. Today, guys, we're going to start a five-part series on things that men don't like to talk about or things don't want don't want to talk about and uh today the first episode the first part of that five-part series we're gonna talk about our feelings because men generally don't want to talk about our feelings so we're gonna get right to that right after this spark right out of you till all you have is a pile of wet wood. It feels like it's never going to burn. I can't fix your problems. I can't make her love you again. I can't lose 50 pounds for you or fill your bank account. But I can remind you of who you are. I can share some of my fire. I can help you make a plan to get your life back on track. So let's go. Let's do this. Let's reignite our lives. There's a lot at stake here. No one wants their marriage to end in divorce. No one wants to wallow in despair or to the dark places that follow. So let's do it. Let's reignite our lives. Let's reignite our passion, our marriage, our health, our career, our dreams, our mindsets. Get reignited today. Hey, welcome back to the Manlyhood Mancast. I'm your host, Josh Hatcher, and we are kicking off our five-part series called Things Men Don't Want to Talk About Today. And uh, we've got more things coming up over the next few weeks, so I want to encourage you to keep coming back each week and check them out, and uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Are there other things that men don't like to talk about? Let me know. Uh, you have questions that you want answered here on the Manlyhood Mancast or on any of our other platforms that we do on the, the podcast or the uh, the YouTube channel or our Facebook page, please go to manlyhood.com slash ask-a-man and you can send us your questions. We would love to get them on there for you and try to answer some of that and 
talk about what it means to be a better man. Uh, also, make sure you check out our store, manlyhood.com slash store. You can get a Manlyhood t-shirt like mine uh, or a hoodie or buy some of the books that I've written. I think I've written some pretty good resources that can help you. Uh, and I'd like to be able to share them with you. They're not super expensive. They're not pricey. So please hop on there and grab something. See if there's something that will help you out on your journey of manhood. Today, though, guys, we're going to talk about this. Men, there are lots of things that men don't like to talk about. And I think it's important for us to talk about some of them. Or at least to understand why we don't like to talk about them. This might be a really good episode, to be honest with you, for you to share with your wife or your girlfriend or your, or, uh, your mom. <laughs> if there's a lady in your life that doesn't understand you, this might help her understand a little more. So, ladies, if you're joining us because somebody has shared this with you, uh, I want you just to relax. Don't worry. Don't fret. Uh, we're not calling you out at all. But... I want you to help, I want to help everybody, including men, understand what's happening here. Because a lot of times, women don't understand why their man doesn't want to talk. They don't understand why we don't want to engage, why there's certain things that we keep off limits. So I understand that for women to listen in on this episode is going to be very valuable to them. I also think that it's also very valuable for men because a lot of times men, we lack the vocabulary to explain what's happening. There's been a lot of times, actually even recently, uh, in my relationship with my wife where there's something going on and I, I'm trying to word what it is that I'm thinking about, what it is I'm struggling with or feeling, and when I try to put it into words, I end up just sounding like a jerk. <laughs> and then it ends up, you know, creating a, a fight or an argument, which it happens. That's life. I don't care how perfect of a marriage you have, you're going to have some of that. But, um... Sometimes even I, as somebody who is really good with words and who loves his words and loves to be able to talk, sometimes even I don't know how to put into words what's going on or how I'm feeling. And it's uncomfortable and I don't like it and I can mess it up. And so I think talking about these things that we don't like to talk about for the next five weeks is going to be really valuable because it's going to give us some vocabulary and give us some tools to be able to explain where we're at and to look at some things honestly in a way that we tend to not look at them and I'm hoping that it could be good. So today we're talking about our feelings. Men don't like to talk about our feelings. And I think about the meme, and I know you've seen the meme, where there's a man and a woman in bed. The man is laying, they're not spooning, they're facing away from each other, and she's got a thought bubble, and it says, he's probably thinking about other women. And he's like, I wonder if Optimus Prime could have babies. <laughs> or something dumb like that. I know you guys have all seen those memes. Um, but that is literally how things go. We're we uh we often have we think so differently and so there's a reason that men don't want to talk about their feelings so let me read this to you dr amanda rose of the university of missouri did a survey of 2,000 school-aged boys and girls to explore feelings for years popular psychologists have insisted that boys and men would like to talk about their problems but are held back by fears of embarrassment or appearing weak However, when we asked young people how talking about their problems would make them feel, boys didn't express angst or distress about discussing problems any more than girls. Instead, boys' responses suggest that they don't see talking about problems to be of particular useful activity. So it's not that we don't want to talk about our feelings because we're afraid of being vulnerable. It's not that we don't want to talk about our feelings because we're embarrassed by them. We just don't see the point. <laughs> and um, 
I mean, I know this is one study, and listen, there are times when maybe we are a little embarrassed or we don't want to feel vulnerable. That can happen, and that might be an occasional part of it. But men, we're wired differently. And we tend to view the world, at least some of us tend to view the world in a way where feelings have value, but not as much value as truth. And so when we sit down to have a discussion, we want to talk about how we feel, what, we, what, what's the point? What, what's the point of that? That's where we come from when it comes to this. Here's where I'm going to challenge you, men. Especially in a relationship. She needs to know how you feel. She, uh, and maybe not even just her. Even sometimes in an employment or work situation, sometimes you have to be able to express how you feel. Even if you don't see the point or you don't see value in it. Or even if it's maybe not as common as the study, uh, you know, the, the study suggested, it still could happen, just not as common, where the reason might be fear or embarrassment or shame, where you don't want to talk about your feelings. That could be the reason too. But most of the time, it just does not seem to have any value to sit down and talk about how we feel. But I'm going to tell you that there are times when it is very valuable to be real, to be authentic, and to bust that open and to talk about it. I don't want you to waste a lot of time on your feelings. I don't want you to become emo <laughs> where all that matters is your feelings and your emotions. I know you know people like that, people who get so fixated on how I feel, especially men. And guys, when men do it, it's really annoying to the rest of us who don't do it. And here's the other end of it is that all of us will occasionally do it. <laughs> But when people get so fixated on their feelings that they start making decisions based on their feelings rather than on their principles or rather than on truth, it creates a weakness, okay? It does. And so don't sway too far into that pendulum swing of, okay, I'm not going to talk about my feelings at all. To, that's all I'm going to talk about. We, we have to find a good balance. I want to encourage you to find a good balance. Make sure that you wait that with the truth. So that center mark there is where the truth is. That's what's pulling that pendulum down to gravity is truth and principle and the things that are right. So that it's not your feelings that guide you. It's not your feelings that lead you, but rather your feelings give you some direction about where you're going and how you're doing. Uh, my friend Mike McAvoy talks about the gauges on your car and you've got um, uh all those gauges and their indicators of how your engine is doing. If the check engine light comes on or your speedometer is going faster, going up, or your RPMs are going up, or the temperature or the, the electricity and the battery gauge, all those gauges are doing what they're doing and they're measuring and showing you how you're doing. But they're not a GPS. If you try to follow your speedometer to get to your destination, you're not going to get there. If you try to follow your gas gauge to your destination, you're not going to get there. I know that because I ran out of gas today. <sighs> I've got a new vehicle and I knew that it was going to need fuel soon, forgot about it, and I'm not used to checking where the gauge is in that vehicle and I just completely forgot and didn't check, ran out of gas. If I'm trying to get to my destination by following my gas gauge, I'm not going to get there. Emotions are the gauges, all right? Your principles are your GPS. Truth is your GPS. So, yes, your feelings have value. Your feelings are important, but they're as important as the gauges on your vehicle. Honestly, most of the time you can drive and as long as there's fuel in the tank and as long as you're not 
red lighting and, and uh, lighting up like a Christmas tree on your dashboard with all the gauges going off. And as long as you're not going over the speed limit, your gauges you don't have to pay a ton of attention to, just enough to make sure you're doing what you need to, right? That's the way it is with our emotions. And there's a reason we don't like to talk about it because we don't see the point. There is a point. And we do have to make sure that we understand that sometimes talking about how we feel has more to do with the other person who needs to understand you than it does you. So if we're gonna talk about our feelings, um, I'll get personal with you for a minute. This week has been a really trying and tough week for me. I, this past week, I've been uh, at a place where uh, I've been on edge a lot. Things are irritating me very easily, so I'm angry. Anger is an emotion that men know. We know that very well. We know it too well. In fact, it becomes our default. It's like the vehicle with the check engine light that keeps coming on, right? And you take it to the mechanic, he's like, oh, it's such and such a sensor. And you're like, I'm not gonna spend 300 bucks for a stupid sensor that doesn't matter. So you just start ignoring the check engine light and that just becomes the only light that comes on and you just don't pay attention to it anymore. It's that default. Anger is our default for a lot of men. And so that's kind of where I've been. I've kind of been just frustrated and angry and it's not healthy because I'm snapping at my wife. I'm snapping at my kids. I'm being frustrated with the people at church or I'm being frustrated with my neighbors or I'm being frustrated with whoever or whatever for no reason, no reason other than I'm feeling something and it's getting expressed as anger. Now I need to stop and I need to plug in the thing into the GPS or into the you know, the data port under the car. And I need to figure out what the codes are that are tripping my check engine light. Because that check engine light could be tripping because of about 15,000 different things, but anger is the only emotion that I know really well. So what is it that's bothering me? Why am I getting so irritated? Well, honestly, part of it is grief. Because you know what? Yes. It has been over a year and a half since I lost my dad and I still miss him. Sucks, but it's still there. And I guess that's part of the process of grief. But grief is a harder and more complicated emotion to deal with, so I push it down, right? So here's some other uh, emotions, just confusion and frustration because now life has a completely different schedule. I'm out of my routine uh, because I, you know, I got laid off at my job. So I'm back to work part-time, only 25 hours a week. Some days I have an eight to one schedule. That is good. That gives me a manageable schedule to take care of business. And I know what's happening and I get up at a certain time and I go do what I gotta do and I come home and I do other things. But some weeks I have to work a full eight hour day to cover the phones for somebody at work. And if I do that, then the other days of the week, I have to have a different schedule. The hours are a little bit different. And what that means is then my routine gets off. So that doesn't seem like it would be an emotional thing, but it is for me. As a person kind of who has some attention deficit and some, I struggle with discipline. So when I'm out of my routine, I just feel disoriented and I feel out of whack and nothing quite lines up. But anger is easier to express. So anger is what comes out. Um, 
my kids are growing up in that process and when your kids start to grow up if you have kids that haven't grown up yet you'll see this you start to see all of the things that you probably should have done better so then you've got some guilt that starts to pile up because you're like I should have taught them this better <sighs> really that's the best I could do <laughs> man these things that they're doing that are driving me nuts they're doing because of my bad parenting and then you feel guilty but the check engine light is just anger because that's the only thing that I know how to express clearly anyway I, I just wanted to share that with you because I want to show you what it's like to talk about your emotions what that looks like and I think that all of us really have to be able to do this well and if you can't talk to your wife because you don't want to snap at her or your girlfriend you know find somebody that you can talk through these things with take some time and journal write down what you're feeling and what you're thinking and try to get to the root of it try to understand yourself so that when you are trying to talk about your feelings you know what you're feeling all we know is that the check engine lights on so we just anger comes out anyway that is honestly kind of where I'm at and what I'm seeing when it comes to emotions and how they work but I, I, I want you to know we may not like to talk about this stuff but it matters okay it really does matter and we have to do it in a way that doesn't consume us that doesn't lead us to act according to emotion but rather allows us to deal with our emotions properly to get a better diagnostic of our system to get a better understanding of ourselves and then the people that are around us can have a better understanding of us as well and then we're less likely to have tension and struggle and turmoil which then just escalates the emotions even more anyway guys that is my thoughts on this one of the things that men don't like to talk about is our emotions I have more of those things coming up in the next uh, four weeks there's four more parts to this so I encourage you guys to check back each week and uh, we can talk about more things that men don't like to talk about anyway I love you guys make sure you hop on the Facebook page uh, and like share this post with other people there um, let people know about manlyhood help us spread the word guys we want to be able to help more men be better men Love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. You want to be a better man? Check out our website, manlyhood.com, for blogs, videos, and more from our Manlyhood team. Men, you can also join our private Facebook group, Manlyhood Man Cave, where you can meet up with a band of brothers who will challenge you and help you on your journey of manhood. Be sure to check out all our resources at manlyhood.com slash store. This episode is produced by Thatcher Media for manlyhood.com. Our manly theme music is from Austin Sterling and also from Mark Cruz. Sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes, YouTube, or whatever you're listening to. Tune in again for more of the Manlyhood Mancast.